This is self-discipline and the need and role of discipline. This is uh, for unit two, behavior and discipline, your exam unit. So what is self-discipline? And more specifically, what's the difference between discipline, which we spoke about in previous uh, lessons, and self-discipline? Well, one is the ability to apply yourself in the correct manner, including controlling yourself and your feelings. It's essentially knowing what needs to be done and doing it, especially without having to be told that needs to be done. Activities that show self-discipline are activities such as drill, or moving the exact same way at the same time, maintaining the, your uniform, and adhering to team codes and team expectations. So everyone is acting, performing, and looking in the exact same way. The features of self-discipline that support conformity, and we'll look at these individually in a second, but to go through them, personal appearance and presentation, punctuality and good time management, reliability, attendance, having full attendance, composure, difficult situations, positive attitude, performing your duties to the best of your ability, and personal conduct and behavior. All of these are features of self-discipline that support us using conformity in a positive way in the Uniform Protective Services. So let's look at them individually. Let's look at personal appearance and presentation first. So one of the first thing, if you're male, it's being clean shaven. I know some of the services are starting to bring in um, allowing facial hair now, but for the vast majority of them, it's still clean shaven and it may even serve as a safety feature. For example, in the fire service, to ensure you get a nice clean seal with your uh, respirator, then you need to be clean shaven. It needs to have it needs to have skin contact. Dressing smartly and correctly, adhering to the codes of, uh, un of your uniform, making sure it's all presented as it should be polishing shoes and boots, making sure they are again clean, they're presentable because you're representing the uniform or the public. Your hair should be neat, tidy and short and well kept. Again, this is uh, with the exception of females who need to have their hair tied up. It's pride in your appearance, making sure that you are, because you are representing the public, you need to have pride in your appearance to make sure that you are setting a good example based on your service. As first impressions count, and professionalism and it shows professionalism and caring if you have a police officer who looks unkept then you may not feel comfortable going up and asking for help or giving them information because they it may seem like they're not good at their job so how they present themselves is really important next is punctuality and good time management now sort of things you expect to see for punctuality and time management would be muster parades uh, nominal roles so being at the right time to almost check in be there first thing in the morning for roll call and if you're late you will end up having disciplinary action brought against you essentially it is a business and they've got very tight schedules to keep they have to make sure that they keep them to the to the minute to make sure that they are being as efficient as possible and we must be able to identify how many people are on duty at any one time for example if a fire service is missing people they may not be able to provide full coverage for the area that they're meant to be protecting and if you're late you may end up missing vital information again if you have a, a muster parade in the morning they may give out some key information as to what you should be doing that day if you miss that you may miss that important information and end up putting yourself at risk an example for us is like do you get your assignments on time or do you leave it to the last minute? An example of this could be 
in a 2000 word assignment if you do let's say about 150 to 200 words a day because we normally give you about two weeks to do an assignment so 150 to 200 words a day gets you about a 2000 word assignment now some people will leave it to the last three days and try and write 500 to six 500 to 700 words in one in a couple of days and then some people will leave it to the days due and have a lot of work to do now obviously they may get in on time but is the quality going to be as high because it's rushed it's uh, not taught taught through well another element of self-discipline that's really key to the uniform protect service is reliability and organizations depend on the reliability of the staff to operate the ambulance service as shown in the picture is they are they do not have very many staff on at any one time because they have a limited budget that they have to work towards so if one or two people aren't reliable or not doing their jobs it puts a massive strain on everybody else the uniform protective services are to be depended upon and trusted and this can bring the service into disrepute if the serve if the public don't think that the service is able to fully protect them that could be the police the fire the ambulance the armed forces they start to lose trust they won't go to them for help and they won't help them when the services need their help having full attendance is also vital for the uniform protective services you need to make sure you have good attendance every single day the protective services only have a limited number of resources and if you are not showing up for your shift it will mean there's going to be gaps in that service i used the ambulance service as an example earlier on they have a limited number of paramedics if one or maybe even two don't show up that has a massive impact on how well they're able to cover this area and because of this people may suffer people may get harmed and people may suffer because of air absences next component is composure now we need composure to be able to remain professional in all situations if you turn up uh, to a debt while on duty and you cannot scream and cry and get emotional over it because you have a job to do if you are the police the fire or the ambulance you will often see this so you need to be able to be mentally strong and composed to be able to manage your emotions there and then now afterwards in private you can then let these emotions and that's really encouraged you know a lot of the services have teams which can help you manage these emotions but at the time we need to stay composed because the public are looking to us to manage that situation so you have to keep calm and composed when in your job even if you don't necessarily want to if you don't mistakes can be made and panic can occur if the public see the protective service panicking and getting over emo overly emotional and and doing a bad job that will only worry the public even more positive attitude and performing due to the best of your ability now the public services we cannot afford to stereotype or discriminate against the people that we're trying to help we also can't afford to be angry upset or stroppy at members of the public they're coming to us for help and even if we're having a bad day it's really important that we try and flip the narrative we try and have that positive attitude for them because we need to be there to help them the public service often sees humanity as lowest point the services have to remember that these people that are potentially doing bad things these are not the norm these are outliers and actually the vast majority of people do good they appreciate what the public services do and they support them and on the flip side you're also seeing people at the worst time of their life so 
performing your duties to the best of your ability can make a massive difference to somebody who is struggling, they're in an immense amount of pain, they've maybe lost somebody. So performing to the best of your ability can really make a difference for somebody. It may seem very small and inconsequential to you, but to them, it means a lot. So some of the benefits of appropriate self-discipline and the impact that it has for an individual, for ourselves, through taking pride in our appearance and making a good first impression, it means that we are efficient and effective. We are able to remain calm in difficult situations because we will get put into lots of difficult situations. Supporting the morale of your colleagues and the public. Again, if we have that positive attitude, we're doing the job exactly as we should, it can improve the morale of the people around us and also how the public view us. If we have self-discipline, our organization can also benefit too. So working effectively as a single unit and maintaining trust and confidence of the public. That is key. We are there to serve them. On the flip side, some of the consequence of a lack of self-discipline. From an individual, I may face disciplinary procedures if I lack discipline. I could have sanctions and I have, may have loss of respect from my colleagues, from my co-workers, from my peers, and obviously from the people uh, in higher ranks. From an organization point of view, this is really key, is the organization might start to lose credibility. If, if somebody sees me not demonstrating self-discipline, they will think that that whole organization is made up of people with, who lack self-discipline. That means the credibility is gone, so the public loses confidence in us. And when the public starts to lose confidence in us, we start to go into some of these things such as restructuring. We start to try and change how we work, how we operate, because the public feel it's not working properly. This can then lead to change in funding. We can have less funding come through because we're not doing our jobs effectively. Why would we give you all that money if you're not using it properly? And then finally, changing regulations, changing what we're allowed to do. They may take some powers away from us. They may make us do extra steps to do the same job that we are currently doing, which will decrease efficiency. But they're doing it because a few select members have demonstrated a lack of self-discipline. And it's making it having a negative impact on the service because extra regulations are having to be brought in to make sure people are demonstrating self-discipline. So now we move on to the need, why we need to have discipline, and then the role that it plays once we have it. So the first one is going to be the necessity for rules and regulations. In basic training, we start to figure out what the rules are, what the regulations are, how we are meant to follow them, and that is then fed into the rank structure. People of a higher rank have the authority to tell me what to do. And this is to ensure that procedures are standardized and consistent everyone knows exactly what the process is and everyone is following the exact same process these rules and regulations are really necessary to ensure that there's no abuse of authority people are treated with the respect and without favor we don't treat people different based on their ethnicity their gender their religion their socioeconomic background we treat everybody the exact same this helps make sure that the service is not brought into disrepute that we don't damage the respect and the confidence that the public has in that service and that all lawful orders are followed. Again, think back to uh, blind obedience. We have to make sure that 
we have lawful orders and the rules and regulations indicate what would be a lawful order. So next is why do we need to follow these orders? Well, one of the main uh, reasons we have to follow orders is that a lot of these operations that we're going on are often complex and potentially dangerous uh, and have to be dealt with efficiently. In the armed forces, think about moving hundreds, if not thousands of people across vast planes in very dangerous equipment, such as a helicopter. To get all those people on and off that piece of equipment safely, you need to you need to follow orders and exactly where you have to be and exactly when you have to be there. It also ensures that the public have confidence in us to make sure that if we're always following orders, they know that things will get done properly. Failure or refusal to follow an order undermines the authority that we work so hard to make, to ensure we have in the Uniform Protective Services. And when we all follow orders, it feeds into a sense of team cohesion. That we're working together all to get the exact same job done and the exact same way that we're told to get it done. And because we're all doing it exactly as it should be, it means that we have a more efficient service being delivered. And again, when we have an efficient service being delivered, the public start to have more confidence because we're able to provide a consistent service to the public. And overall, when we have all these things in place, we can maintain social order. Society is running as it should because the police, the fire, the ambulance are dealing with the, the public here in the UK and the armed forces are ensuring that the UK remains safe. So next we're going to look at why it is significant for discipline to occur in the Uniform Protective Services. So to sort of the role that it plays. And one of the first roles it plays is having team spirit. When we are all in a disciplined service, we have team spirit. And this sort of comes from because we have a sense of pride. We've all gone through the same training. We all follow the same orders. We all do the exact same thing, which means we have that pride that we've all gone through the exact same challenges to get to where we are in our career. So it brings that sense of pride. And when we're all working together, it adds efficiency and performance, like we've mentioned before. All of these roll up together to make sure that we have an efficient and well-performing service. And when we're all working together, it sort of feeds into camaraderie with our, with our colleagues. We start to get along with them because we're all doing the same thing. We're all working towards the same goal. And that gives us a sense of duty and honor that when we've worked so hard to get into the protective service, we've worked so hard to maintain the protective service, we have a sense of duty and honor to that service that we have been fighting so hard to make sure it's run properly. And again, we go back to when you have a well-run service, we are serving the public efficiently. We're ensuring the staff remain professional and loyal to each other, their service and to the public. That is it for self-discipline and the need and role of discipline. The PowerPoints that were covered in this recap lesson can be found on Teams, Lesson 6.1, Self-Discipline, and 8.1, The Need and Role of Discipline.